Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Loudmouth Podcast. I'm your host, the one and only host. No, I messed that up. Oh my gosh, I messed it up. Okay, we're starting over. Welcome back to Loudmouth Podcast, the show about everything and nothing all at once. I'm your host, the one and only host of Loudmouth with the small lips. Loudmouth, it's Madison Adler. Everybody claps, everybody claps. Good job. Woo, the crowd goes wild, even though I messed it up. It's fine. Hi, guys. Happy Friday. Um, you made it through the week. Good job. I'm super proud of you for doing that. Even if you made made through, even if you made it through barely, you still made it through. And now you have the weekend to freaking celebrate. So I hope you celebrate doing the damn thing. But I'm really excited for this episode today because I kind of started doing this just last year, but I really loved it just doing a little reflection birthday episode because, you know, I created Loudmouth for me. Um, It's not really my little journal, but I guess I could consider it a little bit of a journal for me. And so I want to reflect because I listened to the one last year. And even though it was really hard for me to do, because although I can edit these and I can, you know, use different sound bites from them, listening to a full episode of myself after I've edited it, edited it and put it up is really hard for me to do it's just like uncomfortable because <laughs> everything I say I just pick apart and I don't want to do that to myself so usually I just post them and I'm like okay everybody enjoy it but my birthday episode last year I did listen to because I wanted a little reflection on the year of 23 because I don't usually remember much that happens which is a reason why I'm doing my little mini vlogs that I have right now too so We're going to reflect on being 23, going into my 24th year, what I want to do, everything like that. So let's hop along the birthday train, shall we? that I did last year was talk about my plans for my birthday this year and I'm really excited about them because I've been planning it for a while. So tomorrow on Saturday night I'm going to be having a little karaoke party. I rented out a private room at a karaoke bar and invited some of my friends and I invited them to dress up like pop stars um, because I'm going to be referencing a little bit my queen of course Ariana Grande because who would I not and a little bit of Peach PRC if you all know who she is but in a purple form instead of pink and so I wanted my friends to just get into it we love a theme so I made it a little night with the pop stars and you can dress up as a pop star or reference a pop star or dress up as you would if you were a pop star the theme is very loosely just I don't know, dress like you're going out to a world show, world tour show, world tour show, world tour show. I think that's probably what I mean to say. Um, And so I'm really excited because I think they're going to get into it. Not that I think, I believe they're going to get into it. And my parents are coming, which is even more exciting because Tina and Mark Hadler do know how to party. And I'm excited for them to meet my friends in Kansas City and just 
have fun. My, I'm hoping that I can get them on stage to sing too. I believe my dad will. My mom may be the one who needs convincing, but I think that all my friends and I can do it. And so that's what we're doing. And as per tradition on my birthday, apparently, I have to take a tequila shot because I've done that every year since I've turned 21. And so now it's just a thing that I do. The thing about me and tequila shots, though, is once I take a tequila shot, I'm done. I will probably probably shouldn't have any more drinks for the rest of the night, obviously, depending on how many I've had I've had up to that point. But usually when I have a tequila shot, that means I'm probably good for a little bit. And when people ask me to take tequila shots with them out in public, that's what I tell them. I'm like, just letting you know, this is probably the last thing I'm going to do tonight because I'm probably not going to remember much else after this. So I am excited and I'm excited for all my friends to come together and just celebrate. And I love doing things that are fun for other people too, obviously. Like, you know, my birthday is about me, but it's really just about bringing all my friends together and wanting to have a good time with them. So I think karaoke is going to be the perfect thing and a little private room so you don't have to worry about anyone else watching you or whatever, getting embarrassed, anything like that. It's great for all my friends with anxiety and people who just want to get really high and come and not worry about going on stage and having everyone stare at stare at them so I'm super excited about that and I think it's just the perfect way to ring in my 24th birthday because this year I I will say I think it's been pretty fun I think 23 has been a superb year you know 22 it hit me with the pandemic um we moved which was great going to Kansas City was great a great um thing from Springfield I did get a job at a nonprofit that I love but 24 I am at a job with a law firm getting a actual paycheck instead of my other job but I still do freelancing gigs I'm getting a couple more um I do my podcast still I'm still very much very much into my passion projects besides just working full-time as a communications person, which is another thing to cross off the bucket list or bucket list, goal list. I don't know. Um, I've always wanted to have a professional job in communications, and now here I am. And I never imagined myself in the corporate world, and to be fair, never the corporate law world either, but I am super excited to have this on my resume, and I've learned so much from it, being a 23-year-old coming into corporate law firm world who as someone who wears a lot of colors as someone who was only only ever worked at nonprofits, it was definitely scary there's definitely a lot of um professionalism that I didn't learn at at nonprofits because there's just a different standard of professionalism I guess is more of what I'm trying to say and so I'm very excited that in my 23 year of life I have bamboozled the corporate big dogs and they have let me into their space and I come in with my pink pants and purple tops and colorful outfits and butterfly clips butterfly earrings whatever and I still get told I do a good job at the end of the day so career-wise we're feeling good think in a couple years I do want to go 100% freelance work on people with their podcast be a consultant do social media for them work on loudmouth, things like that Um, But I'm on the up and up. I feel very, very satisfied in my career section and feel very satisfied with where I'm at with Loudmouth and what I've put into it. I am taking breaks when I need to take breaks, which is so important and something that every year before me 
every year myself before me has really struggled with doing and I think 23 has been that year where I've been like okay no I can't do that I can't dedicate my time to that Um, I'm saying no more about things about working engagements because a bitch loves to overwork herself and also when I don't feel like recording or when I feel like I can't get a good enough episode for you guys out I simply will say okay I'm just not going to do one this week and it's no big deal and I don't mull over it and spiral for days about how I'm letting myself down and letting you guys down so I think I've come to really good terms with saying no and honoring myself and honoring my time and figuring out that spending quality time with myself is just and if not even more important as spending quality time with people that I love so honoring that quality time is something that I hope to continue in 20 in the year of 24 the birth age of 24 in the age of 24 I don't know um (laughs) you guys are like what is this bitch on I'm just going we're on that birthday spirit I guess motherfucking birth week so you can't judge me can't judge me for anything I say in this podcast did you not know that maybe I should have put a disclaimer at the beginning but yeah feeling good about career stuff um let's I guess go into dating life I've kind of have it I've kind of had an epiphany recently, maybe not even an epiphany, maybe it's something that I've always known, but I've finally been able to vocalize it. Um, I was talking with my friends the other day when I was getting my hair done by my lovely friend Iris, and we were just talking about date, like having a crush on your friends and feeling satisfied with love because of the friends and the people that you have in your life that aren't necessarily significant others and I think I've just really come to the come to terms that right now where I stand I am just not I do not have the time for a significant other or to like seriously date I'm all for a little hookup I'm all for a little casual date or a little casual moment But I genuinely just don't have the time to put into someone else. And I say that and you're going to be like, that sounds kind of wrong, doesn't it? But I don't think it is. I think that it would be more selfish. I think it sounds selfish of me to say that, that I don't have time to put into anyone else. But I think it would be more selfish of me to pretend that I did have that time and do it and then make someone feel like they aren't loved or have a whole complicated relationship because of things because of time and energy that I wasn't able to put in that I knew that I wasn't able to put in so I think I've just come to the conclusion that all the time that I want to spend all my extra time that I want to spend is either with myself I want to spend it with myself I want to do things that put energy and love back into me or I want to spend it with my friends And I don't really want to have to worry about having a significant other in that mix as well. And I think that I struggled with this. My senior year of college, I dated someone um, that I worked with at the time. And it was senior year. I wanted to go and I wanted to spend time with all my friends because this was the last time we were all going to be close to each other in this vicinity. Um, And I really struggled with... Like, I would spend so much time with him, and then I would feel guilty that I'm spending so much time with him. So then I would spend all the time with my friends, and then I felt like I couldn't ask him to come over, or I couldn't hang out with him because I was spending time with friends, or I couldn't spend time with friends because I was spending time with him. And it just felt like this vicious cycle, and I 
felt like, even if maybe I wasn't, I felt like I just wasn't being a good enough partner. Like I wasn't being a partner that I want, I would want to have. And not to say he didn't have problems on his own because he did. He had his own issues and I had my own issues to work out. So ultimately we didn't end up working out and that's totally fine. Um, he's engaged now. Hope he's really happy. Um, but I think that now I'm finally really coming to like really accepting that as it is. I feel like even when I broke up with him in that moment and I knew that that was the issue that I didn't want to spend my extra time with a significant other. Like I had so many other things to do that relationships are just very, very low on my list of like things that I want and things that I pursue every day. Um, and I think that I realized that then, but I'm don't think that I have accepted it and conceptualized it and made it a thing in my life now. And if you've been following along with my little mini vlogs, you kind of know my weird cycle of deleting dating apps, re-downloading dating apps, and deleting dating apps. And it's because I'm constantly in this like, well, do I want to date? Do I not want to date? Do I want to get in a relationship? Like, oh, I really want a relationship. Wait, no, I don't. I actually really don't want to be... Um, emotionally intimate with anyone else besides my friends and the people that I've already surrounded myself with and I think that there is a good medium I think that I can be on a dating app and be doing the casual thing because people are on there all the time doing that there's just a point of communication I need to say that I need to say that I'm not looking for anything right now or tell them that a relationship is just not in the cards for me right now and again I'm saying this and in a week or two, not a week or two, probably in like a month or two, I could totally change my mind and be with someone. And you guys will all be like, Madison, remember that episode that you posted where you said that you didn't want to date anyone? So all of my word, <laughs> don't take my word as fact. This is just how I'm feeling in this moment and where I've kind of like put it into words that I don't really want to be worried about a significant other in my life right now I have too many other things to do and I feel like I wouldn't be a good enough partner I wouldn't be the partner that I would want and that would make me feel terrible um and I don't think that's selfish I think that's very self-aware um and I am just so in love with my friends I have crushes on all of them and they just fill every little Every little space that I need love, they fill it for me as of right now. And intimacy, things of that nature, I've never really been a, um, I've never really had a whole moment. Um, I was talking about this actually with Iris and them the other day, but I've never really had a whole moment. And not that I'm saying I need a whole moment and not that I'm saying anyone needs a whole moment and your whole moment, whole moment can look a lot different than other people's home moments. But I've just never been one to do that. I need a little bit more of an emotional connection before I let anyone into my life in sexual intimacy-wise. And so I've never really just had one-night stands and things of that nature. And I feel like 24, I may venture into that. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to go full-on one-night stands, blah, 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 because I personally don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I just like to have connections with people, even if that isn't a remote romantic connection, even if it's, if it's purely platonic, like we hook up once and then become friends after. That's like something, that's like something that I want. Or become kind of friends and then hook up 
and then be fine and friends afterwards. That's a kind of moment that I can get into. That's a whole phase that I could have. So it's figuring, I think 24 is the year where I'm going to figure out how can I, how can Madison Hadler be a hoe and not hurt her own feelings? Because that really is the thing. It's not that other people hurt my feelings, and they do. Don't get me wrong. I've had my feelings hurt by other people. But I feel as if I get myself hurt because I create these scenarios or I don't communicate what I'm actually feeling and then I get mad when things aren't going the way I want them to and then it's a just a big old thing and in the year of 24 I do not want that kind of drama and I don't want that drama especially if I bring on that drama to myself and here's one thing I'm gonna say one goal we're gonna set for ourselves in this next whole moment is that a bitch is gonna hook up with a girl okay because Madison at whatever age it was 21 I think she came out as a little bisexual so great for her we love that for her we she posted about it on her finsta and then somebody told an entire fraternity when I wasn't ready to come out yet very fun it's okay we're here now now I'm very outwardly bi but although Madison has come out as bi and although Madison has had sexual experiences with girls in her recent coming outness she has not like as she's come to terms with her bisexuality, she hasn't had that moment. So I think in the hoe phase, that's on the bucket list. Not on the bucket list. It's something that we're going to do. We're going to explore our relationship with girls in particular. Um, Yeah. Okay, I think that's all I have to say about that. That's my spiel on dating and things of that nature right now. Um, In my last episode, I said that I wanted to be more colorful and that um, I'm allowed to be loud I'm allowed to take up space I'm allowed to wear the colors that I want Um, and when I was younger that I didn't feel like I could wear those colors and now a bitch is definitely colorful as fuck Um, I will wear purple and pink together at the office I don't care I'll wear colors everywhere every outfit is a moment for me Um, she's a colorful queen she's an icon Um, I think that's really all I have to say about that. I think my fashion, my sense of style and has really evolved. And I think it's because I've really evolved in my sense of self. Um, I've really come to terms with who I am. Come to terms. <laughs> I've really taken note of who I am and found myself that in my personal style. Making sure that I feel comfortable every day. Making sure that I'm wearing clothes that fit me and not the other way around I'm not built to fit clothes they are built to fit me finding those things that make me feel good make me feel comfortable and honestly finding those things that don't make me think about my body because at this stage in my life I just look in the mirror and I just see me like I'm just this being that I'm looking at I'm just this little fairy girly and my body has nothing to do with that. What it looks like has nothing to do with that. And I think I've really just come to terms with what I look like in the mirror. And so now my style is really just whatever makes me, whatever makes me when I look in the mirror, I'm going to be like, damn, okay, let's go. Whatever makes me feel like when I go out into the world that I am putting my all into it. And that when people look at me, they can see like truly who I am. Like I just want to live authentically and that means in my clothes too so I think that I've accomplished that in 23 and I hope that in 24 I only get bolder um I bought two corsets recently and they have now become a 
a part of my personality. But I just hope to keep curating outfits that make me feel good, moments that make me feel good. I hope to keep posting them because last night I tweeted that I've become fully aware that I post, or very aware that I post a lot and frequently on social media, particularly on my loudmouth story. But guess what? I kind of spiraled about it last night. I was high too, so I was like very paranoid. I was like, fuck, everyone thinks that I post all the time. They think I'm so annoying. Blah, 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 blah. And then I stopped because you know what I don't care about? <laughs> Other people's opinions of me. The only people's opinions that I genuinely care about are my friends and the people that I care about um, and the people that I respect and I honor their opinions. But at the same time, if their thoughts of me disrupt my thoughts of me, in a way that's not harmful, you know, then I won't accept that as fact. Other people's, other people's opinions about me and what they say about me is not fact. What I say about me is fact. What I put out into the world as myself, how I show myself is fact. And no one can change that about me. And I will continue to post and I will continue to post my selfies and quote unquote thirst traps whatever you want to call them. Sorry, God gave me these delicious knockers. But what am I supposed to do about that? <laughs> Is that my fault? I don't think so. The world blessed me with these because they knew. They said, Madison's going to post these. Madison's going to make sure the world knows. And that's what we're doing. And I tweeted it yesterday too. It's not a thirst trap if I'm clenched by my own opinions and feelings about myself. So we're going to continue to make our crazy outfits, make our crazy makeup, and we're going to continue to post our crazy outfits, post how we look in those outfits, post when we feel good in those outfits, because we can. And I genuinely, like I said, want to live authentically. And I want to live authentically online because I do want to, you know, become an influencer of some sort, whatever, with this podcast. And I don't want to do that in a fake way. I don't want to do that where I'm hiding most of who I am. I don't want to do that where I'm lying to you guys to make the story seem cooler or to make myself seem cooler or whatever it is. Like I want to post as myself and tell you guys the ups and downs, tell you guys how I'm feeling, all that. I want to post my selfies and feel hot. There we go. That's the motto for 24. I want to post my selfies and feel hot, bitches. Ew. I hated that. I hated that I added, added the bitches on. Um, so that's about being colorful. I kind of talked about body loving because I did talk about that in my last episode. Um, just how I felt like I'd never really come to... I kind of like resented my body in some way because of dislocating my knee and I kind of like held this weird grudge and I felt like I couldn't move in the way I wanted to I felt like I was scared to do anything and I will say I've um I think when I recorded that podcast I was kind of bigger into working out or like starting to do more weightlifting and stuff again and I've I've fluctuated with working out off and on but I've just come to terms with I'm just going to do a movement that makes me feel good. And if I don't feel like doing a movement that day, that's okay. And I've just less, I've come to terms. No, I've come to the realization less and less and less, obviously, that my body has nothing to do with the way that I should feel. Obviously, you know, unless you're having 
actual physical ailments and things of that nature. But my body shouldn't determine, the way I look in a mirror shouldn't determine how I want to dress or shouldn't determine how I feel that day. Um, And I think as I've started to lessen up on my working out, because I'm not staring at my body constantly, because I feel like when you work out, you are. You're like, oh, can I tell a difference? Can I tell a difference? You're obsessing over those little tiny changes. And as I've started to less and less work out and just go on walks or just do movements that feel really good to me, I've lessened that chokehold on myself. I've lessened that cloud that makes me look in the mirror and just look at my body now I'm able to just see myself as a being as I talked about earlier and just look at myself and look at the outfit and be like oh okay do these colors go together not is is my does my body look okay in this outfit and not saying that that's not a real thing because I understand it you want to feel comfortable so I get out I'm not dogging on that I'm just saying that I've just for me doing that looking at myself in the mirror and being like oh does my body look good in this outfit just creates this this negative narrative in my head that I do not want I want to look at myself in the mirror and to be like I love this outfit I look good let's go and not worry about oh my god am I showing too much tits (laughs) am I is my stomach poking out whatever the fuck it is so 24 24 we're being a whore and we're looking hot and posting our selfies those are our three things and I don't know I guess I just want to um, I actually, this is what I want to talk about really quickly, As I saw this TikTok, um, and it was a sound, it was from a book, and I totally forget what book it is, I didn't write it down, I should have, um, but they were talking about how when you turn a certain age, you are not just, like, you wake up and you're, you don't feel different, you don't feel older, you don't feel like you're that age, and that's because you're all the ages before that, like, when I wake up, and I'm 24, I'm not necessarily going to be 24 yet. I haven't lived in 24 yet. But I'm going to be 23. I'm going to be my 23-year-old self. I'm going to be my 21-year-old self. I'm going to be my 18-year-old self. I'm going to be my 5-year-old self and my 2-year-old self. I'm going to be all those versions of me that I was before. Now just adding on this different version. And it was just a really... I'll have to pull up the sound and put it on my uh, Instagram today or something because it was just such a cool TikTok because it was like, or sound because it was like, um, when you cry, you know, that's your three-year-old self coming out. When you judge your body, that's your 16-year-old self coming out. And like all these things and just living with all these versions of yourself because when you turn 24, it's not just all of a sudden now you're a 24-year-old. You're everything you were. You're everything leading up to that moment. And it's easy to forget that. And that's another reason why I like doing these little reflection episodes because it's easy to forget what you've done in those years past. And it's easy to forget what you've learned each year and how you've grown each year and tack those on to the lessons and things every every year you turn. So I like having these as my little checkpoints, as my little reminders that I am still all those versions of myself. And when I listen through these later on in the next year, I'm going to be like, oh, I still do those things. In fact, I do them even more. And it's a nice little, a nice little higher self guide, I feel like, speaking these things out and then listening to them a year on from now, knowing that I built upon them, knowing that I've grown upon those original thoughts I was having. It's just a fun little experience and I hope that you guys like 
growing up with me. I mean, you guys have been in my life for three years now, which is insane. And ew, I'm starting to tear up. <laughs> but just insane. Um, and thinking about who I was all those years ago, so nervous to start a podcast, so nervous to talk about it. And don't get me wrong, I'm still nervous to talk about it with people in my real life. Um, because it's just so vulnerable. It's so real for me. Like it is me. Loudmouth is me. Um, and so I just want to say thank you to all of you who have been there here from day one or all of you who I gained in these years. Um, thank you so much for believing in me, for sticking by me, for being my friend, for being my pal. Um, I keep saying, um, but I'm not even going to edit this because I don't want to. I just want it to be pure. I want it to be raw. I want to raw dog this episode and I want you guys to raw dog it with me. Um, (laughs) but truly I am so appreciative for any one of you who has listened to an episode, even if it's just one episode, even if you just listen to my birthday episodes, that would be weird. I don't know who would do that, but I'm just so grateful for all of you who have come along, who have liked a post, who have listened to an episode, who have shared an episode, um, because you are sharing a part of my life, and I would not be who I am today without this podcast, without this platform, and I hope to continue to grow with you guys, and I hope that the year 24 brings me uh, a thousand more followers and a thousand more friends, and I hope that we can at least get a sponsorship, you guys. Do you think we can do that? No. There's no question. There's no question here. We are going to do that. We're going to get a sponsorship in the year of 24, okay? That's our goal together, Loudmouthers. So to do that goal, though, I need you guys to follow me on Instagram at LoudmouthPod. I want you to give this this podcast. (laughs) You can't give episodes a five-star review. Give this podcast a five-star review. Tell me why you love me. Tell me a happy birthday, please. That's all I want for my birthday is you guys to review my episodes, share it, post it, follow me on Twitter at loudmouth underscore pod. Um, I do have a Facebook. You can like my page, I guess. It's not really popping. I just do it because I don't know why I do it, actually, because it's easy. You can just do it. It's easy. That's why I do it. (laughs) Uh, Follow me on there. Venmo me if you want at Mad Hadler. I'll put it down in in the show notes for you guys. Buy me a tequila shot. Give me a sponsorship. Any of you out there listening that work for a company that do podcast sponsorships, hit me up. I'm here for you. I'm your girl. I'll talk about you guys, and I'll be the best damn influencer you've ever had. Probably not really, but I'll try to be. Um. So, yeah, there we go. A goal to have sponsorship in 24. I hope to continue to post on Loudmouth, continue to get more guests on that I love, that you guys love. Uh, more listeners I can I vow to keep dressing the way that I dress and keep posting my pictures about it I vow to keep posting on social media like I do Um, I hope to continue to grow into my authentic self and to love my friends to love myself to spend time with myself to give myself the space that I need to grow and give myself the breaks that I deserve um yeah guys I really think that's it I'm I'm feeling great. 24 is going to be a great year um, because what's funnier than being 24? 25. But we're, we're just going with the first part of the quote today. 
Um, so happy birthday to me. I hope you guys all celebrate accordingly on my birthday. If you guys take a tequila shot on Saturday, send a video, tag Loudmouth Pod. I want to post it on my story. We can take a shot together. Maybe I'll live. Shut the fuck up. Okay, actually, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to live stream some of my party with you guys. Do you think that'll be fun? You guys can answer me, but I'm going to assume every one of you is nodding along. So we're going to do that. That'll be so fun. And you guys can all take a tequila shot with me. Okay, follow me on everything. Five star this podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow the podcast. I don't know, whatever you do. Share it with your friends for my birthday present. And I will talk to you guys next week. I love you guys. Happy birthday to me. Have a good Friday. Bye.